People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And every week, it is about intimate conversations about life, love, and lust. And it's all about your life and the things that are going on in your world and how we can sometimes make change or improve or just totally fantasize about something that we wish was reality. And that's what we talk about. Because let's face it, anytime you go out with your friends or on a stroll by yourself and you sit in a park or a restaurant, what are people talking about? Love, the one they have, the one they want the one they want to improve, or the one they want to get over. And that's kind of today's show. And I want to thank, before we get any further, all our sponsors who make this possible. uh, The Sexy Lifestyle Network is here for you, and we really appreciate everybody who contributes to this network. So thank you to all. And don't forget to stick around to the end of the show because there is a special promo contest just for you, so you don't want to miss it. Now, every week, I do like to start my show with you, and that means questions from you. And this week, I chose something because somebody was questioning something that I wrote in a recent blog. And the person said this, I read a blog recently that you wrote about branding yourself and was a little put out by the concept that I need to package myself like a product for sale. Don't you think beauty comes from within? And it's signed Peeved in Philadelphia. So here's the thing. And I will stand by my words. Now, I didn't say sell yourself. I said market yourself. And the fact is this. When we are in the single world, just the way it is in the business world, or just as if you at home have a product that you sell out in the market, whether it's groceries or homes or whatever it is, we package things in a way that make people want to reach out to us. Think of that Christmas tree. Every Christmas, what do your kids reach for first? The biggest package or the shiniest package, something that attracts their eye. And that's what I'm talking about in branding. And the other thing is, I'm not saying you should change yourself. Actually, I'm saying you should highlight your best assets and really bring who you are to the forefront because a lot of people hide behind basic words like I want somebody in my life who's trustworthy because I'm very trustworthy. I like to ride bikes. They stay in in a very basic world and what I'm saying is make it exciting. Make you Come alive to that person, whether it's walking in on a date or a job interview or making your online profile really rock. The important thing is to brand yourself. And it can come as easily as whether it's how you dress or the way you walk or whether it's online, how many pictures you do and how you really tell the story about who you are. So branding yourself is letting everybody know all the different sides of you at a glance, at a hello. 
Get them at hello. Get them before hello. Get them when you walk through that door. Hold the command that they want to know and lift up that cover and take off your wrapping to see what's inside. So don't be afraid to brand yourself. Own it. Own yourself. And then really make it shine. So if you have any other questions about things that I have said please don't hesitate. Reach out to me, Cheryl Besner, CherylBesner.com. And I also have a number for you, 844-744-SOLO. And you can reach out to me at that number anytime. And I promise I get back within 24 hours. Now, today's show, as I was saying, well, it's about heartbreak and how we rebound from that and what we do when we feel that everything is over with that love and it's, it's heart-wrenching, and we've all gone through it. I've gone through it. You've gone through it. And there's steps in which we can do to move forward. And one of the things that I want to share with you today is I invite you to go to YouTube and look up one of my videos there, and it's called One Woman Fearless. And in that, I talk about making a pact. And that's what I want to share with you right now is that pact, this 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 contract that we make with ourselves on all different aspects of our life on how to move forward. And the pact is simple. It's, it's an, it's, it's four simple letters, plan, accountability. I know a lot of you think confidence, but it's actually competence. And then your team. And even in heartbreak, we can make a plan as to how we're over going to come it. We can be accountable to make sure we stick to that plan. We have to be confident, but also competent in the things that we want to do to move forward, whether that's reading about it, whether that's making lists, whether it's, it's challenging ourselves each day to get over the heartbreak that we're feeling at that moment. And the team, who's going to help you through that? So I, I, I invite you to go and watch this video because I think it will give you, well, first of all, it's going to give you an insight into even how I came up with this signature technique that I use, but also into the story behind it and how coming up from challenges of heartbreak, coming up from the challenges that you and I live every single day comes one step at a time. And in that, you're going to find that one of the things that helps in heartbreak is being progressive, doing something that's positive for you because making sure that you feel positive every day in something that you're doing urges you to feel more confident and move forward again. So later later on, I'm going to share one of my labors of love with you. And that's always a technique that you can use to move forward or to, in this case, help you navigate through that heartbreak and one of the things that I always love about song and music is listening to especially country music you always hear it or folk songs you always hear these these songs about lost love and overcoming and where people end up and sometimes it's just a heartbreak and sometimes it's how they overcame their heartbreak and that's why I invited today's guest to join me she is an incredible wonderful songstress she is folk glory and she's on tour right now and i fell in love with this woman and her music because she's so vagrantly 
put her heart and her soul and her emotions out there when I first saw her in concert. And she is so resilient in the work that she does and the words that she shares. And I wanted to share that with you today. So I want to welcome Andrea Romolo to the show and um, listen to your words of wisdom today. <laughs> Hi, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And I know that right now you are on the road and um, you've got your new album, Nuda. Well, actually, the new album is Homage. Oh, right. Homage. Yes. I, I, I've, that, one, uh, that one is the one that you just performed recently, and that's also paying homage to Leonard Cohn, right? It is, yes. It's a collection of 10 of his songs, um, and I'm on, on the road across Canada right now with that release, mm-hmm. um, and we just did a bunch of videos. Caitlin Cronenberg, uh, David Cronenberg's daughter, just directed my first video for My Oh My, which is stellar. I encourage everyone to watch it. Yet again, the song, uh, I mean, Leonard's songs are all about love, lust, loss, and, and heartbreak. And I mean, he it was a word wizard um, and, and just sort of almost, I'm going to use the word godlike. It sounds strange, but he... No, you can use that when it comes yeah. to Leonard. <laughs> and, and also, <laughs> Leonard I mean, was kind of godlike. Yeah, he elevates the, the topic of love. Like, you, you weren't quite sure if he was writing and singing about women or God. And I love that he kind of blends the sacred and the sexual, you know, mm-hmm. he really was a genius at that. And uh, just his words are so candid and, you know, um, full of honesty and, and, and they're sexy. So I, I wanted to, I wanted to pay homage to him. He is one of my favorite writers of all time. Um, and I, I spent some time in his Montreal home um, working with his son, Adam Cohen, a few years back. And, uh, so yeah, it's been a great adventure. Um, you actually sang with Adam, if I'm not mistaken, with the Montreal Symphony during the homage that they paid to Leonard Cohen, correct? Yes, I did. It was actually Adam's own show when we sang So Long, Marianne, as well as Adam's collection of songs. And it was just, it was definitely the, the highlight, the highlight of my musical career so far. Just an 80-piece orchestra behind us. Singing. And sadly, we yeah. can't tell people to go onto YouTube to see it because it was a very intimate evening and, a, and meant to be a very private evening for for the people who were there. And and that's really even like this show, you know, it's 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 very public but very private at the same mm-hmm. time. And and it's it's fun to invite people into this this very intimate space and share yeah. things that we all feel and we all talk about and. And I'm wondering, for instance, for you, if you were drawn to Leonard's music at, at a time where you were going through challenges with your own heartbreak and... and well, it's funny because you and I met when I released Nuda, my last album with producer Michael Timmons, who I used on this album as well. And that, for me, that album was, the, it was just transformational. Um, it, I became the, the woman and the artist I am now, and I went through a lot of pain and a lot of loss and I was at home depressed Um, I suffered a very public breakup with another Canadian musician at the time who was much older than me and we were very in love it was quite the romantic story Um, and you know because of timing and other factors our relationship just couldn't continue on and you know when we split my my other band Scarlet Jane was also going through a transformation so I was left sort of naked which is why I called the album Nuda Nuda naked and which is kind of like the topic of today, which was getting down to the raw, naked <laughs> truth yeah. about heartbreak. 
And, and the, the album and is Harmony very James was with with a, an, a female partner, correct? Scarlett Jane, yeah. It was a Harmony duo, female Harmony duo. We did two albums together under Warner Music Canada. And we were quite successful, toured a lot. Um, but, you know, th- things have their time and, and shift and change. And we're still like sisters. Cindy, uh, my partner, just had a baby girl. So she's uh, being a mom now, which is lovely. Wonderful. Mm. I, you know, this is one of my desires as a woman, you know, and it's tough because my career has always been at the forefront um, and relationships have always been really, really tough to manage uh, because I'm, I'm traveling. Usually the men I fall in love with happen to be very um, hardworking creatives or, or artistic in their own right. And for some reason, you know, and especially at this day and age, it's really tough, you know, as we all know, to maintain a, a, a long-term relationship. It just, times have changed. Um, it's different. I want to talk about that coming up. Please stay tuned because I think that's a very important topic is that times have changed Mm -hmm. and people are changing with it, but whether or not we're actually changing for the better is the big question. And, and timing is everything in a relationship. You know, we do meet people at a certain time and sometimes, you know, it's got an expiration date and it's not an expiration date that you want. But when it's there, it's there. And then how do you pick up and how do you move on, especially in today's ever-changing world? So stay tuned. Stay with me. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach, and find out more about how you can overcome your heartbreak right here with us on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Are you ready for Clint Whispering Healthy Talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Tune in to talk about sex and sexuality from a man's point of view. The Everything Sexy Show is direct, open, and uncensored discussions, ranging from open relationships to kink, sex parties, and self-love. Hosted by Jamal and Polly Rick, they'll answer your questions, discuss topics you're curious about, and provide a safe forum for perverted and provocative discussions you just won't get anywhere else. Check it out. It never hurts to listen. Everything Sexy, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Jet Setting Jasmine, and Parrish Blair. With Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae, you won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We're here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl talking with Andrea Romolo about heartbreak 
And nobody knows it better sometimes than somebody who writes and sings about it. And Andrea, you have done just that on many of your albums and on tour. You just sing your heart out all the time. So let's continue this conversation. And I have a few things that I would like to pick up on. Okay. So first of all, Nuda. And, and today's conversation, you know, was premised on the fact of getting nuda with each other and being raw about heartbreak and the things that we've all suffered. Now, nuda was about a relationship, as you were saying, with somebody here in Canada, mm-hmm. in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that and who it is? Well, um, I was dating a much older man, which I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm proud to say now that I was dating. After the breakup pain sort of evolves into forgiveness um, and you can look back, you look back with love because these people teach you about who you are and they teach you about what you want in a relationship. How and much older, by the way? He was 21 years older than me, which okay. at first made my mother cry when I told, when I had to talk to her, right? Uh, well, I, I, I have my confession here, um, actually. May he rest in peace. Uh-huh. The gentleman that I was engaged to right before the gentleman I married mm-hmm. was 23 years older. And I know what it was like when I told yeah. my parents who liked him. But it was yeah. like, really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's the age and there's a taboo about it, I guess. Um, because, you know, he was three years younger than my mother. So... A huge age gap, but it never really felt like that. The only times it felt like that, you know, became in the dis- in in the breakup, the deciding factor of moving forward and along together and building a life, mm-hmm. um, and not. And he had already done the whole family thing. He had already done all of that in right. the grandfather. So, which is funny, he's a rock and roll grandfather, and he's a wonderful, <laughs> grandfather, a wonderful grandfather, but. These are also things that myself as a younger woman wanted in my life. And um, he just knew that he couldn't give that to me. And out of love, you know, he, he was honest about that. And he shared this with me. And he's like, I can't, you deserve everything that you, you want. You know, you, you deserve to be, a, you're going to be a great mom. You, you deserve to have this, this life, but I can't give it to you. And instead of breaking up right then, which we probably should have, you know how you just hold on because you're so still in love. And you let it bleed slowly. Oh, and the bleeding, yeah. and it just involves other people and it gets tumultuous and dramatic. And anyways, that is the one thing that I think I, I, I hope I, I took from that. And I hope I bring that into my future um, experiences with my partners because once it, you know it's over, it's, it's best, I think, to just kind of snip it and let it go and do your healing because the healing sometimes takes a long time. It took me, took me about a year, really, to get over that relationship. And if I hadn't written Nuda and those songs, I, I would have been in a, still in a very dark place. Like that album was, was my therapy. You know, I right. saved thousands of dollars on therapy with that album with writing. <laughs> but but writing is often a therapy for a lot of people. Actually, with, with a lot of my clients, I will have them write about it. It's, it's actually part of step one. Yeah. Is, because you can't hide from a heartbreak you have you you can't go around it you have to go through it and that's what people don't necessarily get is you know they get busy or people say just keep busy and and you know dive into something new yeah eventually but first you have to work through it and and as somebody who as you were saying went through a breakup Mm -hmm. after seven years with somebody who i believe that i didn't need to have children. Like I, I thought we had enough going on in our lives through those seven years until 
actually, in, in our case, there was a celebration for his son's birthday. And I turned around after that night and, and the whole weekend and said, you know what, I need to do this one day with my child. Aww, yeah. And this doesn't work and anymore. The fact is, you know, a lot of people, it's not the taboo of the age difference, but statistically, it's not going to work. Yeah. Because somebody is going to be giving up something big mm-hmm. when when there's especially the the concession of having a child or not having a child. And the child of course, topic is, is a big one. It's a big one. And that's what catches up to people. And, and that's why a lot of people, you know, when I was matchmaking, who would say, oh, it doesn't really matter. I would say, yeah, it does. Like, if you want to just be in a relationship for a certain amount of time and you're willing to let go afterwards, but if you want long term, the bigger the age difference, the shorter the time it normally lasts. Absolutely. Because you know, it's easy for a twenty some someone twenty something year old woman like yourself. <laughs> I, I wish I was a twenty something year old woman. Carol, that's a well, very big but, but when you were in this relationship with that person, it, you were in your I late twenties, no? No, I was in my early thirties. Oh, you were in your early thirties. Okay, then you do look younger. I never asked you your age. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll share it. I'm, I'm, I, I feel younger. Okay, I'm not, I'm not younger though. I'm I'm get, I'm near forty. I'm thirty eight years old. Well, good for you. Ah, thank you. <laughs> You know, but here's the thing is, you know, a lot of people when they're in their 20s or early 30s and there was somebody who are in their 40s and 50s, the age difference is not so apparent. And there's really great things that you really admire about the other person. One is the youth. One is the, you know, the, the experience. You know, one has one has the usually the younger person, you know, that, that, that youthful spirit of adventure and they admire the the responsibility, the experience of the older person, the wisdoms and everything. And Absolutely. you blend that together and it works mm-hmm. until it doesn't. Yeah. And I mean, and that's not the, I mean, I just I'll also, when we can speak of my more present breakup, because, you know, of course I thought I was my next, my next um, plan was to write a happy album, <laughs> but it didn't happen because uh, yet again, another relationship fell apart. And this one was actually, it seemed pretty serious. He was younger than me. And we moved in together. We built a home together, a garden. We had, a, you know, we, we matched on so many levels. And, you know, I went from a much older man to a little bit of a, of a younger man who, you know, said that he also kind of saw potentially family in the future and whatnot. I guess I didn't really read the, the red flags and, and see them and kind of, kind of take note and ingest them. Instead, you know, you're in that phase of falling in love, that honeymoon phase. And you definitely ignore things, which is why I'm doing it differently this time. But our relationship fell apart. And right in the moment when it fell apart, again, as always, music found its way back into my life. And a few months later, it happened very quickly. I was in the studio again with Michael Timmons recording this Leonard Cohen project, which now at this point I felt more connected to than ever, to the material, to the songs, because again, the songs are about loss and heartbreak and love that doesn't work out, but that's still, you know, he also paid homage to all of his lovers and he, he elevated these women. Like, didn't you want to be Suzanne? Like you could see the picture. Uh, Yeah. Are you kidding? I wanted to date him. (laughs) I'm sure everybody did. I mean, I knew friends of his and they were like, so, and I'm like, sign me up. And they're like, yeah. but you always talk about an age difference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I'd be willing to sacrifice it at 50. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. No, I, I get it. He was a very sexy man, but also very wise and also generous with his with his language. And, 
it just seemed like he really respected women. I like, I love that. I mean, think about the Janis Joplin story, Chelsea Hotel. He always regretted that he shared that information, right? That it was about Janis Joplin, who's one of my favorite singers and souls of all time. She just and you it. sound like her. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, she's the reason I got into music when I was thirteen. I had her album, and I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be able to do that, right? But he always regretted sharing the information about her because it was very candid. And I mean, it talks about you know, right. giving him a blowjob on the bed. And I mean, it, but he, he does it in such a beautiful way that it's like that scene that you see is such, is filled with so much romance. And you mm-hmm. can feel that there was a love between them, even if it was only for an evening. You know what I mean? Right. So anyways, yeah, music comes into my life always when I, when I need healing. Always. Every single time that I'm down in the dumps the most, uh, it, it comes to find me and then gets me out of it. So what is, what does heartbreak in music sound like to you? Uh, it's it's honest. It's raw. Sometimes um, you know it it makes me tear up on stage. Um, You're everywhere, which was the title track off of Nuda, uh, is a song I wrote for my ex Tom at the time, mm-hmm. and um, I mean it was literally like free form just a stream of consciousness writing. I wrote it over a glass of whiskey at my kitchen table in 10 minutes. It was, it was, you know, when you break up with somebody and like, it's almost like their spirit, like they're everywhere. Like you find their hair in your bed on the pillow still, or right. you, like, you turn a corner and you think you see them or you, you smell their scent, you know, the, the cologne or, or whatever scent they had on them. You, you, you can smell it from a mile away and you're just like always reminded about them. Because you don't yep. want to remember them. You just, them. <laughs> well, in fact, the opposite happens. So You're Everywhere is a song exactly about that. It's like, you're in my art, you're in my head, in the creases of my bed, up my sleeve and down my crack. You're my stroke, my heart attack. Like you're all of these visceral kind of crass images that I brought up that um, that are powerful to me that reminded me of, of Tom at the time. And uh, I sent it to him right away. I remember I was still in touch with him quite a bit because it was really hard to let go of that one. And uh, so really, Tom, Tom really, was the, the first one. Tom was um, the, the big one. The and big wrote, one. Yeah. I wrote so we're talking song. Tom from? Tom Wilson is yeah, a okay. Canadian songwriter. Yeah. He's just yeah. released a novel, Beautiful Scars. Um, okay. And it's, it tells uh, the tale of, of his upbringing and how he found out that he in fact, wasn't, wasn't the son of the parents that raised him, but the true son of his, his cousin, Janie. And, um, but anyways, he has a great story. He's a fascinating individual. He has a giant heart, and I learned the most about love from that relationship, definitely. And, but um, also, you also learned, what you were saying earlier, is that you also learned that sometimes continuing on and having that constant contact is not necessarily the best thing after a breakup because it slowly bleeds the heart dry. And we were talking about earlier about in this day and age and the way people are communicating and connecting. And I want to get back to that. Okay. So we're going to do that coming up. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, I invite people to go check out Andrea Romolo right now on her website. Uh, hear some of her music. So when we come back to you, you know what she sounds like because she sounds like love and she sounds like heart mending, heartbreaking, heart mending again. And that's what this show is all about today. Coming up, we're going to 
talk about that and a lot more with Andrea Romolo here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Coming back at you. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for uncensored talk about sex, relationships, and more? Then listen for Tammy's Playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you pee. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. This is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and today we're talking about, well, heartbreak. And we are sitting here with Andrea Romolo. She is the songstress and the beautiful voice of Nuda and her newest album, Homage, which she's on tour with right now. And so happy you were able to take time out of your busy schedule to talk to us and sharing your stories about what inspires you and what inspires you to heal and love and heal and love again. Andrea. Hi. Hi. Um, So picking up where we left off. So you had this long love affair for a couple of years with Tom and you took time to really sever the ties. Would you do that again? No, definitely not. Although it's so painful. And in the moment when you're, you know, a lot of attachment, especially for someone like me, and I know that people can relate to this, when you fall in love, so many things attach themselves to your partner that, you know, it's almost when you separate, it's almost like you can feel this cord in your belly attached to them and it's stretching. And energetically, it's so painful. It's so painful and powerful that, um, you know, 
I, I often go with that feeling. I want to move towards them again. And, and even though it hurts, it's almost like picking at a wound, right? So um, I, I, I learned the hard way. I did that very, very little at the end of this last relationship. I still did it a bit. I, you know, I still stayed in touch because, I mean, they become family. You're familiar with them. You talk to them every day. When you're going through really rough times, who is it that you call and depend on? Them, your partner, right? Right. Um, or when you have great news and you want to celebrate and share it with somebody, it's your lover that you share it with, right? So these these aspects are really tough to kind of get over initially. Um, but I did learn that, that sometimes when you know, and especially at my age now, you know, I'm not 21 years old anymore. I want, I do want to find my match and, and I don't know, you know, I still kind of am a hopeless romantic. I do believe in, in everlasting love. My parents have been together for almost 40 years and they're still in love and I'm sure they've gone through like, you know, my mom went through two bouts of cancer. Of course they did. Yeah, <laughs> Even I mean, if, oh my goodness. I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm so glad to hear that she's gone through it. Yes. She's gone through it. Yeah. She's a survivor. But even without that, she all relationships go through the ups and downs. And, and it's the yeah. downs and going back up again that is the excitement of starting over again sometimes, if you choose to look at it like that. But and don't you find, Cheryl, that people these days, when they go down, it's almost like they give up so easily yeah. that they they don't allow themselves to climb back up the mountain with their partner. And I find that it's this quick fix society with this swipe right bumble, you know, Twitter, I, I, I'm not sure, maybe... I shouldn't use the, the dating app names. Oh, no, no, no. Bumble, Bumble use them Bumble, all because I, I tell people all the time to use them. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, and, and, and I've definitely explored those myself, but it's like, think about what we're doing here. We're looking at a photo, we're swiping, and then, so, so it, just kind of, um, it just kind of reminds us that our society, we're just so impatient. Like, we want, we want stuff and we want it now, Right. Well, we've become very disposable and we get rid of things a little too fast. And the one thing that I've always advised people, especially when you're in a relationship and you're, and you're trying to decide, am I in or out? You know, do, do I stay or do I leave? Ask yourself if there's still a flicker because every relationship, you know, it's, it's, it's like a fire and, and it goes really, really high sometimes and really, really low sometimes. And as long as there's that flicker of hope, Try and nurture that, you know, see if you can bring that flame back up. It's only when it's down and out. And I will tell you this, down and out for both. Yes. Because often what happens is, especially when there's issues, for some, you know, we fall behind our partner and there's times where we're the ones who are going, okay, I'm out. That's when the other partner reaches back and tries to, you know, pull you back up that mountain that you were talking about. You know, when we're going down the mountain, it's down, down, down. Well, somebody has to latch on and reach down and pull the other partner up. And we all go through different things in our lives that make us sometimes doubt everything around us. So well, it's a dance, right? It's a dance. Yeah, you, well, like, the dance one person well. steps back and you need to step forward. I mean, you know, it's all about balance and finding that equilibrium. And it's not always going to be like the first six to eight months of her relationship is during that period, you know, you're having lots of sex. You're there. The passion <laughs> there, you're exploring each other anew. Um, it's everything is exciting. Like everything that this person does is the best thing in the world. And then real life, once, once those, you know, those hormones start to level off, right. And that honeymoon phase wears, wears off a bit, you know, you're, you're faced with a real human being who has real issues just like you do. And, Everybody, especially, you know, uh, after your 20s, you, you come with a lot of baggage because you've experienced a lot. And that baggage is beautiful. 
Because those are and, your- and I think that's where people forget is that the experience is your history. And rather than saying, you know what, I've been burned, you know, or or I got dumped and I'm never doing this again. My heart has been broken. Mm-hmm. What I love what you keep talking about is the fact that you've taken from the experience of that first love lessons. Mm-hmm. And what you can apply in the next relationship is those lessons. And each time something might end is a lesson to be learned. What is that lesson? So when you're going through the, the first phase, and this is part of the labor of love. I always give little techniques. The first phase is mm-hmm. going through it. You know, yeah. you, have, you have to know that you have to mourn the loss. Of yeah. that. You Don't do. try and go around it. No, because it'll it'll catch up to you. It's going to catch up yeah. to you. And then one of the things that you can do is, and, and allow yourself to cry and everything, but when you're ready to move forward, you know, I was talking about making this pact with life, but one of the things that you can do is start the, you know, doing something that's powerful for you, something that is positive, that you start feeling good about yourself. Because often what we do is we tend to say, well, what's wrong with me? Why didn't they love me? Or why didn't it work out? changing the way we talk about ourselves and realizing our strengths. So writing down your strengths, writing down what it is that you have to offer, what you know you have to give somebody in life, and then give it. So if you have a genuine spirit, go out and give that to a person at the bus stop. Mm -hmm. Start realizing all the great things that you can do that empower yourself into a positive light. Yep. And keep your vibration high. You know, like what I used to do alongside uh, working with this new album during my heartbreak is every night before bed, I used to write out 10 gratitudes, 10 things that mm-hmm. I was, even if it was like the sun shone today and I felt its warmth, like simple little things that we take for granted. And That's the more it. you kind of train your brain to kind of appreciate the positive you know, you get out of that that feeling of depression, that low, low feeling, that's a low vibration. And of course, that's going to happen. I mean, it, it would be strange if you, you left a lover and somebody who you really loved and you felt fine. Right. I mean, there's a disconnect there, right? So, um, or an avoidance or something. So I think- Well, they- unless you were never really attached to them, you know, exactly. or attached to the relationship. And mm-hmm. that comes from a, you know, a place of your own not allowing yourself to feel that intimacy, Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, that you might want to hold on to to protect yourself. And mm-hmm. often people who have had their heartbreaks, that's what they start doing. They start putting on these protective layers of armor, not letting anybody no. come through. And then they that wonder love why no one's like coming. That. No. Yeah. And you can't you can't love and you can't be loved. You know, that, that sheet of armor, I mean, think of the Tin Man. You, they don't move. Mm-hmm. It's true. Nobody can embrace that person. Yeah. No, nothing goes out or in. Yeah, you can feel when people are, are, I mean, this is the thing with me, which which is, I mean, it's a bad thing, but a good thing, I think, um, is that I can't protect my heart. Like every time it gets hurt, and my, and my mom tells me this too, she's like, you just jump in with your whole heart open all the time. And that's how I love. And I know that sometimes, you know, I don't always kind of, I don't use my, my, my rationale. I don't use my logic. But is love about that, really? I mean, I think love comes from the heart. And then you kind of can assess the situation and, and again, like, draw on past experiences to not make the same mistakes. 
Well, that's right. So, so you, so the lessons learned are to know your patterns and we all have patterns and we all end up unless we don't learn going into the same pattern and running into the same obstacles that we have within ourselves that bring us into these different relationships, these, these relationships that will ultimately hurt us if we are constantly being attracted and attracting the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's what we're putting out there. So with the lesson learned, hopefully what you're first and foremost learning to do is not put out there what's not authentic to what you really need. Exactly. Exactly. person, Mm -hmm. right? So if we put ourselves out there differently, we will attract differently. Mm-hmm. And if we are attracting, like you were saying, like now you're with somebody younger and you're, or you were with somebody younger was, yeah. and you're seeing something in it. Okay. So maybe now your lesson again was, okay, I went with somebody younger. I didn't put myself in a situation. I could see I'm growing, but was I really open to seeing what was actually happening? And maybe mm-hmm. that's the lesson is like, okay, I've gone older. I've gone younger. <laughs> What's the missing component that I'm choosing to overlook? I think it's keeping, for me now, I think it's just keeping my eyes really open and not, you know, this sounds hypocritical to what I just said, but just loving open-heartedly, but just, just keeping yourself a bit at a distance so that you can love, but you can love yourself first and foremost more. Because then you'll keep your vibration high and then you'll always be true to what you need in life and what you want. Mm -hmm. And if that person vibrates on your level and, you know, then that relationship will work out and continue. And then all that hard work and stuff, you know, needs to go into it as well. But um, I think, I mean, I think we live and we love and we we learn and we make mistakes and that's a, a whole part of the process. So. And it's part, it's part of our lives. And it's not, nothing that we should put on a shelf and just walk away from. We should actually look at it and, and bring it into us and be part of it and let it resonate with us. Mm-hmm. Because again, then your eyes become open. And by the way, you're not a hopeless romantic. You're a hopeful romantic. And I love that. You're a hopeful romantic. So hopefully everybody else is as well. We're going to continue with Andrea right after this break. And also I'm going to share with you my words that I share every week that will hopefully inspire you and provoke you to think about things for the week to come and uh, maybe instill some change for you. You're listening to Cheryl on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? 
Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. The show about life, love, and lust, and intimate conversations every week about your love life. Today we are talking about, well, the sadder part of the love life or the lessons that we learn from heartbreak. And I'm being joined today by Andrea Romolo, who is right now on tour with her new album, Homage. And uh, we were also talking about her previous album, Nuda, which was... And Nuda was really about previous heartbreak and your relationship. And so many people will be able to identify with that because... Having your heart broken is raw and it strips us right down to our naked self and makes us look at ourselves in a very different way, don't you feel? Absolutely. And I think that as human beings, we all um, have two things in common, love and pain. And, you know, I used to sort of speak about this really openly at my live shows when I was touring Nuda overseas to Europe and across Canada. It's like these two things make us human and bring us together and we understand each other better because we share these two things. So, I mean, we've all loved and we've all lost and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, we've lost a significant other um, mm-hmm. because, you know, in the olden days they used to stay together forever. But, you know, there, there would have been other loves and there would have been other connections that maybe weren't explored this day and age. We, we get to explore a lot, which is great. This is the, the plus side of it. But again, like I mentioned earlier, I just find that I think I'm an old soul, a romantic old soul in the way that I would love to go through this, this, this up and down, not a roller coaster, but the ups and downs of a relationship and make it out the other end, like survive. Well, it does that. feel like a roller coaster sometimes yeah. and a lot of, that's why we, we wear those straps so that we don't fall off in the middle and not get to the yeah. end of the roller coaster. So so it's interesting, though, also, because when we think about that roller coaster, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we kind of scream on the way down mm-hmm. and, and then we sit there in anticipation as we go up. And, and it's almost the reverse. You know, when we're actually in that relationship, we're like all screaming and then we hold our breath as it's coming down. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when it's going down, we hold our breath rather than doing something about it, you know, reacting to it, moving through it. And that's, that's the feelings that we have to express. Mm-hmm. And you know what I find these days? Couples, I mean, I, I, I'm a, a huge supporter and believer in therapy. I think that speaking um, in front of somebody else that's not de- like definitively related in, in friendship or in family to, to any one of the, of the members of the couple is so key because you get to almost speak um, like you can see yourself from the outside looking in, right? And the dynamic is, is, it's a different view of the dynamic. And I feel like couples wait until the very last minute where they're literally holding on by the last thread 
right. um, to reach out for extra help because I mean, you know, even in like think about religion and all that, these these bodies, these societies, they always have like guides and people like guru, gurus and people helping the, the population. Well, relationships need that too. Like we're humans. We make mistakes. We can't always see um, the picture in the most clear way and we need help. So to be able to be brave enough and, and courageous enough to ask for that help as a unit is so important, I find, you know. Um, also, reach You'll out see to- that actually, though, I hate to interrupt you, but you will see that in a lot of couples where one out of the two is open to it. And, mm-hmm. and it's the couples often that are successful in the therapy because they both go into it in the end with that open mind. Mm-hmm. And you both have to be open to it. Oh, yeah. You have to see into that. I just want to also touch on the concept that we were talking about earlier and and didn't finish off about the fact of the times and, and how, you know, as the younger generation is coming up, that is becoming more difficult with that disposable feeling that we have that everything is, you know, fear of missing out. The, mm-hmm. Something else is better out there. How do you feel about that? Well, I just feel like it's like the buffet versus the really quaint bistro or gourmet restaurant, you know, quality (laughs) food or the family home cooked meal. Like it's a buffet. The world is a buffet. You have all this selection, right? And it just seems like because of that, things, and this is, you know, I'm speaking very generally here, but the connection becomes just either short-lived or doesn't kind of run as deep. You don't go into it these days thinking it's going to last forever. And that's, that's sad. I know it's, it yeah. And some people will argue with me and be like, well, that's not realistic. I don't believe in monogamy or, but and I mean, to each his own, whatever kind of structure you want to set up in your life and your relationship, that's fine. For me though, I definitely have this traditional sense of belief that love you Are can, you going to say love conquers all? Well, it does <laughs> conquer song. all. I, I really do believe that. I believe that um, to work at love, like why, why we have to work at everything else in life. Why should this just be this sort of easy, frivolous experience that, you know, it's not, we're, we don't live in, in movies, you know. We, no, we like, don't. But we can live in song. We, we can, can live, live in, in song, song. And we can process in song. And we can process in film too. Art is a great way to get through all of this heavy, heavy stuff. So, um, and, uh, and one of the things that I love how you talked about was, you know, love is something that connects us. And I, I actually, you said two things, but I think that there's three. And I think it's love time Mm -hmm. and death those are the three things that connect us we all want to love and be loved we all want more time whether it's within the relationship in our lives you know time's running out and we're all have usually death somewhere in our mind whether it's a fear of death or looking forward to you know next phase when we when we are faced with that and and saying okay you know i believe in in the ever after those three things bring us together we all have that in common different degrees of it but mm-hmm. that's our common link and if we can all just hold on to that mm-hmm. we might be able to see a very different future mm-hmm. andrea i want to thank you for being so real for being so nuda with uh-huh. us Thanks, Cheryl. and and raw about where you come from and where your your heart is and and how the two things in life come together for you your show right now you are on tour 
I'm on tour. I'm heading to Western Canada tomorrow aboard the Via Rail uh, train. And I'll be playing a bunch of shows in Saskatchewan, Alberta, and British Columbia. And then I'm heading to the east coast of Canada in January and uh, hopefully back to Europe. So we wish you a great journey and uh, keep singing. And guys, you got to check her out. You got to go to YouTube and hear this woman. She will take your breath away as she did mine. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, this is the time of the show where you and I spend a couple moments together. And uh, why I am not a songstress and I don't write music, I do write these words every week that I hope mean something when you are in your quiet moment. And uh, you can play them back. You can go to my website, CherylBesner.com, to read them and reprocess them. And I hope they resonate with you and just kind of make you think So today I'm going to share this with you, and it's called Surthriving the Desert Storm of Love. I'm alone on the desert plain of lost love. There seems no escaping that sun that is draining my existence. My heart feels like it has gone to dust, like grains through an hourglass, passing through me slowly and painfully, becoming one with the sand beneath my feet. Will my broken heart engulf my entire being? Like quicksand that will swallow me up and bury me alive? The sun was once my friend. The sun that filled me with heated desire to laugh, dance, and connect with another. The sun gave me energy to live and with adventure. The sun that had cast a glow on the love that I shared with another. The sun illuminated the path to all my tomorrows. I feel myself fading as I lay on the hot bed of the desert, staring into the burning fire of the sun, wishing for the rays to become my strength of will, praying for the sign of hope that I might find refuge somewhere, somehow. The sun is starting to set, and I'm afraid to lose my light forever. The cool, somber night is coming, like a mirage that will welcome me to a safe place. I succumb to the darkness, opening my eyes with the expected emptiness of its blackness, Yet instead I see the new life that exists in the alternate sky. The stars are my continuous light. The sky provides me with the constant light every hour of my being. There is life to be appreciated and the beginning of each day. It comes with the reprieve of self in the midnight moon. The desert storm of our broken heart is quieted by its shadow. I give myself permission to settle into the cool and calm blanket of its healing The moon, protection from the harsher elements we endure at times. New vitality and energy creeps back into my soul. Sunrise will come. We will become back the sun. Bask in the glory of our rebirth. We will build sandcastles to mark where we were. We will live the desert alone, but whole. We will have survived. And we will surthrive. I hope that you listen to those words and it gives you something that will penetrate and provoke and make you feel that there is light, there is dark. The two come together and they intertwine with each other and will always bring you back. I look forward to having you here each week with me. Don't forget, please. Stay tuned till the end because you don't want to miss the contest that's there for you. It's a great promo and something that you can participate in. And we thank our sponsors once again for helping us out. 
In the meantime, if you need anything, please remember, reach out to me. Cheryl Besner at CherylBesner.com. I'm here for you 24-7 at 844-744-SOLO. And I love sharing your words of wisdom. So you can reach out and send me ideas, things that you want to talk about. And I'll make sure to bring it to the forefront. Next week, we're going to have another great show for you. And hopefully, Philip will be the wise whisperer from down, from down Under will be joining me once again. And together, we will be sharing some of our intimate conversations from our living rooms to your living rooms. And I hope each week that you'll settle down, settle in, and be here for me. I'm here for you every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network part of Voice America, and this is Cheryl saying goodbye. And remember, keep it simple and stimulating because we all know it's all about the kiss. And I'll see you next week on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product, for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. Oh, 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 oh